What if I told you that you can eliminate the 3 p.m. energy dip that you get every day without using caffeine? What if I told you that there are ways to get better sleep that don't involve knocking yourself out with the Tylenol PM every night? In today's episode on Root Awakening, a health podcast, we are talking about better sleep and sustainable energy. You'll find out how to boost your energy during the day without using caffeine, how to lull yourself to sleep basically as soon as the sun goes down, and how to wake up feeling rested instead of awful when your alarm goes off. I'm going to share with you the tricks I used to start getting solid, consistent sleep that allowed me to feel rested and completely ready to start the day. I'll tell you what behaviors ruin your sleep quality and why that is, and I'll give you a hint, you're probably doing at least one of these things every night. I'll tell you why it's so common to feel like a complete zombie between the hours of 3 and 6 p.m., and I'll give you some tips on how to avoid this late afternoon energy dip. I'm also going to share with you some reasons why coffee is messing up your life when it comes to your energy levels. And let me repeat that very important part of the sentence. Coffee is messing up your life. It's triggering, but it's true. I'll also be answering some FAQs at the end of this episode, so make sure that you stick around until the end. I think you're going to love this episode. I've got a lot of life-changing information to share with you, so let's get started. This is Root Awakening, a health podcast. My name is Emily Kosick. I am the CEO of Root Awakening. I am a holistic health coach, and I help you release unhealthy habits and cultivate wellness rituals that bring you balance and that bring you fulfillment. You can also follow me on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. Root is spelled R-O-O-T. If you want to actually see my face and what I do in my life, connect with me on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. Feel free to send me a DM there, say hi, and ask any questions that you may have. Okay, now, I have some big news. I have a giveaway happening right now for you to take advantage of. Yes, that is right. I'm super excited to give this away. On March 1st of 2021, I'm going to have a drawing that will award one person with a free 45-minute private health coaching session with me. So in the session, we will sit down together one-to-one, face-to-face on Zoom, and work through the health struggles that you specifically are dealing with. We will talk about what you want to optimize and boost within your health, and based on the information that you tell me and where you're at physically and mentally and spiritually, I will give you strategies and support that is individualized to your specific body type, and I will give you recommendations on how to achieve the health goals that you have, how to feel balanced every day, how to start becoming more spiritual, how to have better digestion and less painful periods, and how to cook for yourself and your body type, how to cook whole food for yourself, how to cook for yourself without rushing around all the time, right? How to cook for yourself without adding stress to your week how to cultivate self-love. All of these topics I provide comprehensive coaching on and I'm super excited to give this session away. So one lucky person will have the opportunity to experience a free 45-minute coaching session with me. This consultation is valued at $700 and I actually don't even offer singular one-to-one coaching sessions like this anymore. So you literally can't buy a consultation like this. It's going to be really really special and I'm super excited to give it away. So how do you get entered into the drawing? How can you enter into the drawing? 
it's pretty easy. To enter into the drawing, you can subscribe to this podcast or leave a rating and review for this podcast on iTunes or Google Podcasts or share this podcast with your community. So it's pretty easy to enter. And what you can do is just take a screenshot of your subscription or take a screenshot of your review or take a screenshot of the post that you share on Instagram. Let's say you share a post on your Instagram story. Just take a screenshot of that. DM me the screenshot on Instagram and your name will be entered in the drawing. So if you do one of these three things, your name gets entered once. But if you do all of these three things, if you subscribe, if you leave a review, and if you share this podcast, your name will be entered into the drawing three times. So you'll have three times the chance of winning a 45-minute private health coaching session with me for free. Okay, so this is definitely something that you don't want to miss out on. And really, overall, folks, we just want to make sure that this information is getting spread. I want to make sure that natural health is accessible to everyone. Everyone should be able to feel incredible when they open their eyes each morning. Everyone should be able to live the life they want to live. And that's the change that we're trying to make here. So spread the word, share the podcast, leave us a review, and those actions will also put you in a drawing to win in a free coaching session with me. So literally everybody wins. So if you'd like to become part of a group full of people who honor their health, who honor and respect their bodies, people who are aware of their power and really value their development into the best version of themselves, apply to join the Root Awakening Mastermind. I lead this mastermind. It is a supportive, inclusive, encouraging community alongside of an online platform. And this online platform is basically a sparkly bank packed full of online wellness content. And by joining the Root Awakening Mastermind, you will get access to an online course that will teach you about how to let go of unhealthy habits, that will teach you how to establish boundaries, how to reconnect with yourself, how to cultivate wellness rituals that give you balance and give you joy and give you fulfillment. You will also get access to a library of recipes, cooking techniques, meditation methods, journaling methods, skincare resources, all that will support you as you let go of the habits that don't serve you and as you cultivate habits that build your health back up. You'll get access to mindfulness mantras, which are like guided meditations recorded by me. My clients tell me that they are fire. That is a direct quote. And seriously, even when I listen to them, sometimes I'm like, whoa, these are just, they're powerful. Honestly, they're powerful. So you have to check this out. You will also get access to a beautiful community, like I mentioned. And these are all supportive people, right? These are all inclusive, supportive, encouraging people to be around. And honestly, if you love the information I talk about, these folks will likely be on your wavelength. And finally, last but not least, you will get access to a weekly gathering where our community comes together and I set a weekly intention for the group. So this will help you to hold you accountable and will provide you with guidance throughout your health journey. And guess what? When you make the investment to join the Root Awakening Mastermind, you get access to all of these resources for an entire year. So it's a yearly subscription that you only have to pay once and then you get access to this beautiful community and this beautiful bank of online resources for the entire year.
And that brings me to the other piece of spectacular news I have to tell you. Right now, I am offering 20% off the subscription price of the Root Awakening Mastermind. So when I said I want natural health more accessible, I meant it. Send me a DM at emilys.rootawakening on Instagram and find out if you're a good fit for the mastermind. And just make sure to contact me or schedule a call with me now because I'm only offering 20% off for a short amount of time and then the subscription will go back to its regular price for the rest of the year. Okay, so that was a long intro. Intros are not going to be that long in the future, but I want to tell you all about these amazing deals so you can take advantage of them. Okay, but we're ready now. Let's get into this episode on better sleep and sustainable energy. So our standard for natural energy levels has been continuously dropping over time. It's quote unquote normal, right, for humans to have low energy levels throughout the day. It's typical to be tired all the time and it's typical to talk about being tired all the time. And as we learned from the last episode of this podcast, talking about never having enough energy is contributing to the fact that most people feel sluggish every day. So if you didn't listen to the last episode on empowering language, listen to it after this episode and you'll learn why constantly complaining about always being tired actually keeps you in that role of the tired and sluggish person. So yes, in our current society, it's typical to be super sleepy after meals. It's typical to be completely addicted and reliant on coffee or at least some source of caffeine. And it's typical to wake up feeling awful and like you didn't get enough sleep. So our society actually tends to look highly on people who didn't get enough sleep. Wondering if you've ever noticed that before. Like once you think about it, it kind of becomes obvious because we have just ingrained in our culture that overworking ourselves is a good thing. So when you think about it, we often, like our society, will lift people up when they're overworked and when they haven't gotten enough sleep because they're working so hard, right? Moving towards burnout is a good thing in our society, even though this behavior is literally killing us. It's literally killing people. Think about the correlation with the go, go, go behavior and stress. Or how about the correlation between the go, go, go behavior and heart attacks, right? We're killing ourselves with overwork and putting sleep at the bottom of our priority list. So does it have to be like this? In order to get things done, do we have to overwork ourselves and get no no sleep, right? Do we have to be addicted to caffeine to be productive? The answer is no, folks. No, we don't. There are better ways. I should make that the tagline for this podcast as a whole. There are better ways. There are always better options than what we are taught as children to believe. As children, we're often learning that in order to get things done and to be an adult, you have to be stressed out all the time. You have to have an overpacked schedule and you have to be rushing around everywhere. But guess what? That's just not true. There are always ways to live a productive life where you get enough sleep for your body and you have a balance between work and relaxation. Okay, so how do we achieve this? How do you go about getting enough sleep and getting enough energy throughout the day so that you can do what you need to do? First, let's talk about sleep because sleep is really the largest umbrella that covers our energy levels and just our level of health in general. Most people, let's just say it, are getting a crap quality of sleep. If you're feeling super tired in the morning, 
either you have stress, anxiety, and insomnia, so you're literally not getting enough sleep, you're literally not sleeping enough, or you may be sleeping just as many hours as you need to. You may be even sleeping more hours than you need to. You might be sleeping 10 hours at a time, but you're still feeling unrested when you open your eyes in the morning. So usually sleep struggles fall into one of these two categories. One sleep struggle is insomnia, anxiety. You're literally not sleeping enough. The other sleep struggle is you're sleeping as many hours as you need to, but you're still feeling unrested when you open your eyes every morning. And both of these sleep struggles result in feeling like crap when your alarm goes off and feeling super tired when your alarm goes off, okay? So there are obviously a lot of factors that contribute to both types of sleep struggles, but I am going to tell you about some strategies today that will help you to start getting better sleep and likely significantly better sleep much, much, much better sleep, okay? So these strategies that I'm about to share with you are the same strategies that I use to get my sleep to an awesome place. I used to have the sleep struggle where I was getting a ton of sleep every night, but I never felt rested no matter how much I slept. I just wanted to sleep all the time. I just wanted to take naps and keep sleeping all night. And then when I picked up these strategies, it was like an energetic weight was just lifted. I felt so much lighter every single morning. And I've taught my clients with anxiety and insomnia these same strategies, and they also got great results. So really, these tips can benefit anyone. So first and probably the biggest contributing factor to poor quality of sleep is technology use. Okay, so are you using your phone or your computer right before bed? Are you watching TV right before bed? Are you working right up until the point where you go to bed? Do you have your phone light shining into your face two inches away from your face right before you go to bed? These are very important questions to answer if you're waking up feeling off in the morning. So you may have heard about the damaging effects of blue light before, and if not, blue light is the light that our technology gives off. Blue light basically mimics the sunlight, or it's in the same side of the spectrum as the sun's light. So our bodies understand blue light to be like the sun's light, meaning the light we experience in the middle of the day, right? And because of that, when our eyes see blue light, our eyes send a signal to our brain that says, it's the middle of the afternoon. And then our bodies think it's the middle of the day. And then our bodies release the same hormones that are released during the middle of the day, which is not good because if you're looking at your phone or your, com your computer at night, your body is releasing middle of the day hormones and not nighttime hormones. So your body is releasing the wrong hormones and that is going to greatly, seriously affect your sleep. So take note of how late you are looking at your phone or your computer or the TV or your iPad or any technology screen. And if you're staring at these screens within two hours before you go to bed, start creating some boundaries around when you put your technology away. So set a time that you are going to put your technology away. Start with a realistic time to put away the technology, even if it's just a half an hour before bed at first, even if it's just 20 minutes before bed at first. Start with something realistic for you and then slowly start moving that time back. And eventually you'll be able to set 
an hour before bed where you put your technology away or maybe even two hours before bed. So just take this really gradually, okay? So set your alarm for the next morning when you put your technology away and then do something else before bed. You can read, you can journal, you can do your nails, you can meditate, you can listen to calming music, you can listen to this podcast. Just use the speaker and keep your phone screen out of sight. And let me tell you something, this practice of switching out technology for these more introspective activities at night will change your life alone. If you want to start seeing a change within yourself and within your physical being, start doing this. Even if this is the only tip you take from this podcast, you will start to see big changes in a lot of parts of your life rather than just sleep. And yeah, you'll definitely get better sleep doing this, but you'll also start connecting with yourself more and you'll also stop distracting yourself so much, which is a really big reason why so many people feel disconnected from their bodies these days, right? Sitting with yourself, being okay with being alone for a few hours, being okay with some quiet time to yourself. This is a huge part of what connects us back to our bodies. So if you're distracting yourself all the time, you will end up ignoring your body, you will end up ignoring your health and your emotions, period, okay? So this practice has the ability to allow you to sleep so much deeper and it can change your life beyond just sleep. So you might be asking at this point, what if I have to be on technology at night for whatever reason, Emily, then what do I do? Okay, if you have to do something for work last minute or if something comes up that makes you have to be on technology right before bed, there are apps that will block some of the blue light coming off of your screen. The one that I use on my phone is called Twilight. It's an app called Twilight. You can also use blue light blocking glasses. I wear the brand Blue Blocks. I'm not sponsored by either of these companies. These are just the brands that I'm comfortable with. And what these apps and these glasses aim to do is change the blue light to red light. So blue light kind of mimics the sun, right? And red light mimics firelight, which makes us sleepy, right? Because firelight is like a biological cue to us that it's nighttime because our ancestors were using fire, not computer screens for light at night. So when you think about it, if you're staring at a fire at night, it tends to make you really sleepy and cozy, right? And that's the state we want you to be in when you are going off to bed. So if you absolutely have to use technology screens right before bed, check out the Twilight app, it's free. Or if you can make the investment into blue light blocking glasses, that'll also be really helpful. Just know that you can't rely on blue light blocking products. It's still going to fire up your brain because you're still going to be looking at your screen, right? And also like think about what you're doing when you're working, your brain is fired up, you're moving, right? You're moving a lot mentally, which will just kind of drum up your hormones and it'll drum up the energy that you have right before bed, which is not what we want because we want you to be nice and sleepy and ready for rest, okay? So try to aim for relaxing, quiet practices at night that don't involve technology. And it's important to note that it feels amazing to do this, by the way. Once you adjust to a nighttime ritual that doesn't involve technology, life will just feel a lot more peaceful. You'll be ready for sleep. And honestly, you get closer to other dimensions at night. You can get to some really interesting spiritual levels at night. Um, so it's really one of my favorite times to do really introspective kind of meditative practices. It's going to be super fun. The more you do it, the better you're going to feel. 
Okay, so the next contributing factor that relates to poor sleep is lack of consistency. So you want to be at a place where you have a consistent bedtime and a consistent wake-up time. I think it's most common for people to have all of these different bedtimes depending on what day of the week it is, depending on what they have to do, and there's zero regulation for when they're actually sleeping. So when you have inconsistent bedtimes, your body doesn't know when to relax. Your body doesn't know when to get sleepy, and your body doesn't know when to rise and start the day because it's not sure when to expect sleep. So I know we can look at consistent bedtimes as being like quote-unquote boring. That's definitely how I looked at it for a very long time, but but know that your body loves consistency. And I think we can change our perspective on consistency and think about it more like a graceful dance and a graceful connection to our bodies, right? You have a graceful dance every night that lulls you to sleep at a consistent time. And this is your consistent bedtime that your body loves. And then you have your consistent wake-up time that regulates your hormones. It'll balance out your hormones. You'll have more energy than ever. So this is really an important practice to pick up and to definitely change your mindset on if you are feeling like consistency is boring. We want to evolve that into um, feeling like consistency is really a way of taking charge of our lives and a really a way of taking our health back into our own hands. So everybody is different, right, at the times that they are going to bed. Different times are going to work for different people. But I will say if you are going to bed at 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. or 6 a.m. often and you're not feeling like you're at the highest level of health, give midnight a try for your bedtime. Just give midnight a try. See what happens. Make that your goal. Give it a try for like two weeks and see how it goes, okay? On the other side of things, maybe you are already going to bed earlier than 12 but still feeling super tired when your alarm goes off in the morning. Just make sure that you get closer to the 10 o'clock range, right? Maybe 12 is a little bit too late for you. 12 midnight is definitely too late for me. So make sure you're just walking your bedtime back if you are not feeling good when you wake up in the morning. If you're feeling super sleepy in the morning, try to keep walking your bedtime back and see what happens. Pick a time that's realistic for you. So let's say you are going to bed at midnight, but you're still feeling sleepy. Try 10 o'clock. Try 10 o'clock for two weeks and see how you do with that, okay? This is kind of similar to what I did. These practices of uh, bringing our bedtime back further and further and seeing how we feel, right, from that. So when you set your wake-up time, make sure you're giving yourself enough time to get enough rest. Do you know how much time you need to get enough rest? Most people do not know the answer to that question, but it's a very, very valuable answer to know. For example, I know that I get enough rest if I set my alarm eight and a half hours from the time that I get into bed because I know that it probably takes me around a half hour to 20 minutes to get to sleep. So once I get to sleep, after eight hours, I feel good and I feel really rested. So make sure you are factoring in the time it takes for you to actually get to sleep. I think a lot of people set their alarms eight hours from the time that they actually climb into bed, but it's going to take you a minute to get to sleep, right? Some people might 
take an hour to get to sleep and seven hours might not be enough for your body. Okay. So be really careful about that and start to learn about how around how much time it takes for you to get to sleep and start to learn about how much sleep you need once you are actually sleeping, right? So if you feel like you maybe have overslept after sleeping for eight hours, try for seven hours and see how you feel. Explore this Make this kind of a learning process about yourself. You'll learn a lot about yourself in this process. I think a lot of people look at experimentation with their health as like, oh, I don't have time for that. And oh, it takes so much time. Look at this as a learning opportunity. It's so important to know this information. And sooner or later, you're going to figure it out and know yourself really well. It's part of the process. See how you do at eight and a half hours. If that feels like too much, try for seven. See how you do with that for a week. And you will find out what works for you sooner than later, okay? So that will get you started with deeper and more restful sleep. Now let's talk about the energy that you have during the day. Can you not start your day without coffee or some sort of caffeine? Do you describe yourself as someone who's quote-unquote not human until you get caffeine into your veins? Are you experiencing a dip in energy about a half an hour after lunch? Or are you experiencing a dip in energy sometime between 3 to 5 p.m.? If you are experiencing any of this, you could be doing a few things that are sucking a lot of your energy away. All right. So let's first start with caffeine. Coffee and tea could literally be the habit that you have that actually sucks your energy away in the long run. Caffeine also messes up your hormones by making your body overproduce your stress hormones. And you can feel this right when you have a lot of coffee. Your body's like, what is going on? And you're all shaky and sweaty. Most of us are familiar with that feeling. Caffeine just overworks your body. We can feel that, right? We know that. It overworks nerve signal transmission. I won't get really sciencey in here, but caffeine is just intense on our bodies, okay? It's addictive. Our bodies require more and more of it. So caffeine contributes to these energy dips you're having throughout the day. When you are drinking coffee all the time, your natural state starts to become just caffeine withdrawal. So I used to drink a pot of coffee a day. I'm super familiar with the feeling of wanting caffeine, needing caffeine, feeling like I'm not human without it and now currently in my life I don't have caffeine at all like I even limit my consumption of cacao because even cacao has a little bit of caffeine in it right I don't have caffeine at all and my energy levels are awesome are awesome throughout the day I have no problem bragging about that okay I've also gotten every single one of my clients who were addicted to coffee to reduce or eliminate their caffeine intake so I am so aware that we get mild withdrawal symptoms when we start cutting out caffeine because I've experienced that myself. I've experienced it with other clients. So I know that this is a thing. This is why we call caffeine a drug, right? So there's a lot that happens to your body when you take in caffeine. And even at the very least, we know that it makes it hard for us to sleep. Like at the bottom baseline, we know that caffeine makes it hard for us to sleep. So if you're not feeling rested in the morning, take a look at what you're consuming that affects sleep. Are you drinking? Are you taking in caffeine? It kind of doesn't sound so strange to have sleeping issues if you're drinking coffee every day, right? Because we know that coffee makes it hard for us to sleep. 
So just like if you're drinking most nights of the week, if you're drinking alcohol most nights of the week, it makes sense that you'd have energy dips during the day because you're drinking at night and we know alcohol kind of drains our energy, right? So just like that, if we're drinking coffee throughout the day, we know that it's probably going to be harder for us to sleep, right? So I'm going to be very, very frank here because this is just such an integral, important part of your health. When you are at a point where you feel crappy every morning and where you are hitting snooze on your alarm every morning and when just baseline feeling is not very good for you, sometimes you do have to choose between caffeine and good sleep, okay, especially at the beginning of your healing journey. So do what you can about weaning off the caffeine. Let me know if you have any questions about this. I am happy to give you some support. Start with a realistic goal and reduce your intake every week. So do what you can about weaning off the caffeine. Start with a realistic goal and reduce your intake every week, just like we did with the bedtime. Start with a realistic goal and then you know your overall goal and start reducing the intake every week to get closer and closer to your overall goal gradually over time, okay? Okay, so the next factor that contributes to inconsistent energy levels throughout the day is food. Some of you may not be so surprised about this, but yes, food affects our energy levels throughout the day, okay? So ask yourself, what are you eating for lunch and what are you eating for breakfast? These are very important answers to know. Are you eating breakfast at all? Or are you starving yourself of nutrients? Are you eating stuff that hurts your body? Stuff that takes energy away from you? Are you eating stuff that makes you feel unlike yourself? Are you eating stuff that gives you digestive issues? Okay, these are really important answers to know. Connect with these questions. Try to stay super aware about what you are doing every day and formulate the answers to these questions. You'll learn so much about yourself, okay? When I personally was eating crap every day, and yes, this was food that was marked as healthy and natural, but in reality, it was processed and had zero nutrients in it. I was completely tricked by health food store pre-prepared food. When I was eating this crap every day, I felt like crap after lunch every day. I was ready for a nap every day at 3.30 p.m. It felt like I was drugged, and it didn't work for me. Something didn't work, so I had to make a change in this, okay? So I want to be clear that everybody's body is different. I'm not going to tell you exactly what to eat, okay? Some people do best with heavy meat and heavy fat. Some people do best with lower fat and lower carb. Some people are recovering from an eating disorder and are exploring all types of foods. Some people feel good with beans. Some people feel awful with beans, okay? Whatever is feeling right for your body right now is what you can explore, But I am going to give you a tip to incorporate something that you know has a lot of nutrients in it, okay? Start by just incorporating, adding to your breakfast, something that has a lot of nutrients in it. So try to use your intuition in this decision-making process when you're deciding, okay, what has a lot of nutrients in it that I can add to breakfast, okay? I am currently moving towards coaching about intuitive eating in the Root Awakening Mastermind, okay? So this is going to be like prep for intuitive eating, okay? So if you're thinking about joining the Mastermind, start by this exercise. Start with this exercise and see what your intuition is bringing you towards. When you think about 
about something being really nutritious and nutrient dense, what do you think of, right? Go towards that, okay? Because I believe the best person to tell you about what you should eat is you. You are the best person to tell yourself what you should eat. You know yourself best. And honestly, sometimes part of a health journey is to try out what your intuition is telling you to try out and experiment a little bit with that, okay? So work something into your diet during breakfast and lunch that your intuition is telling you is nutrient dense. That could look like a berry and banana smoothie. That could look like a bowl of oatmeal. That could look like some grass-fed animal liver. That could look like some pasture-raised eggs. That could look like a steak during your period, okay? Add something nutrient-dense to your breakfast and lunch. And if you can make something yourself for breakfast instead of ordering out, if you can make something yourself for lunch instead of ordering out, even better, okay? Try making a meal from scratch even just for breakfast. Even just making your own oatmeal, just something super simple. If you're not already doing that, you'll likely notice a big difference in your energy levels if you start making your own food, okay? When we make meals ourselves instead of relying on harmfully processed food or mystery restaurant food, we start to gain back control of our health. All right, so if you feel like you're kind of stuck eating harmfully processed food, or maybe you don't know how to cook, or maybe you're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't have an intuition towards healthy foods. I have no idea what foods are healthy for me. Or maybe it's hard for you to stick to your boundaries once you create them, and maybe you keep eating food that hurts your body. Maybe you keep eating food that hurts your digestive health and that hurts your stomach, right, or that gives you a headache. Or maybe you're confused about, yeah, which foods are friendly to your body and which foods do hurt your body. If you fall into any of these categories, ask me about the Root Awakening Mastermind, okay? We have a course embedded into the mastermind that will teach you how to let go of the harmfully processed food that hurts your body, and that will teach you to start making your own food and eating a lot of amazing homemade food that increases your energy, that balances your body out, and that allows you to feel nourished. Okay, so I've gone over the biggest, most significant tips to improve your sleep quality and boost your energy levels throughout the day without caffeine. Now let's cover some FAQs because I'm sure there will be some questions here. Okay, so if you're having some identity questions coming up in your head when we talk about changing your sleeping times, if your brain is telling you, wait, I'm a night owl, my most creative moments are in the middle of the night, I get all of my important work done at night, I am most focused at night, nighttime is the only time I have to myself so I can watch TV. If you're thinking this or if your brain is telling you this, I need to tell you that I used to cling to the creative night owl identity and guess what? My health still sucked. I kept trying to cling on to the night owl identity and I kept feeling exhausted every time I woke up in the morning, okay? So yes, I completely understand having these really magical spurts late at night, but if you are not feeling good when you wake up in the morning, then something needs to change, okay? So just give it a try to go to bed earlier. Try it for two weeks and see how you feel. Go into it with an open mind because trust me, I love my early bedtimes and I just switched my creative special alone time to the morning. And honestly, I feel creative whenever I want to feel creative these days, okay? So that is possible for you too. 
And it's not just me that had this experience. I have worked with musicians and artists and online developers that believed that it was the nighttime that made them creative. But then as they started their health journey with me, they realized that they are the creative ones. It wasn't nighttime magic. Okay, they realized that they could be just as creative early in the morning and they felt so much better just in their physical and spiritual and mental being. So the takeaway here is that you have the power to create special time, to create your creative time, to create your TV time in other moments of the day. You have the power to achieve that. Nighttime is not what makes you magical necessarily, okay? You are magical and you can be magical at any time of the day. You just need to tap into that. You just need to remember how powerful you are at any time of the day, okay? Once you start believing that, it will be possible. So the next question revolves around caffeine. So when we talked about caffeine earlier on this episode, you might have been thinking, well, caffeine allows me to think really fast and talk better and be more creative. How can I give that up? I need to answer that and tell you, you are already creative and fast and an amazing communicator, okay? You just have to remember that you are all of these things. You don't have to consume caffeine to be good enough. You don't. It's really important that you know that, understand that, and believe that, okay? You do not have to consume caffeine to be good enough at anything. You are already way past good enough. You are already spectacular at what you do. You do not need caffeine, okay? I know with my journey with caffeine, it was rocky, right? I went through a lot of withdrawal. It was kind of intense, but worth it in the end. Because what I realized is that I want to create amazing things without the help of caffeine. And at this point in my life, I know I can do it myself. And I know that you can too. I know it. I have no doubt in my mind. So with these topics and these two FAQ questions are really similar because both of the answers are just that you are capable of what you want to be capable of, okay? So if you think you're only creative at night, if you think that, then you will be only creative at night. If you think that you are creative whenever you are breathing and living, then you will be creative whenever you are breathing and you are living, okay? I've proven this within myself. I have proven this within the results that my clients get. And I know that this is true for you too. You are what you believe and you are spectacular, okay? So start believing that, okay? And you don't need coffee. You don't need caffeine to be this or do this or say this or create these actions or be this kind of person. You're already that kind of person. You're, you're already awesome. So you don't need caffeine to do anything special. You're already doing something special as is. Okay. So you can create amazing things just on your own without any type of stimulus. You can create amazing things throughout the day whenever you want. You just have to remember how spectacular you are and tap into that magic. Okay. So at this point, you have learned about how to get deeper sleep. You've learned about how to have more consistent energy levels throughout the day. You've learned about the importance of letting caffeine out of your life, or at least reducing your intake of caffeine. You have been reminded about how powerful you are without caffeine, and you have been reminded about how powerful you are at any time of the day. Now, 
How do you actually stick to these boundaries that you're going to put into place? How do you navigate all of these changes when you're in a relationship? How do you navigate all of these life changes when you are around friends who have different preferences? How does this lifestyle work into social life, right? How do you stay consistent with this lifestyle? This is what our coaching program, The Root Awakening Mastermind, is for. We hold you accountable. You have a team that will be right by your side as you start to change your life and create healthy boundaries. You will have a wellness family with you to encourage you, to accept you, and celebrate you. And you'll have support and guidance in this mastermind. That's the big, big, big value here. Okay. You'll receive encouragement. You will have positive energy spread to you. There will be a support system there to answer your questions and moments of doubt. So support is right here for you in the mastermind. It's honestly hard. It's difficult to navigate healthy choices in the society we live in, right? We talked about this at the beginning of the episode. All of the expectations of society is really confusing and usually honestly not healthy, right? So because it's so difficult to navigate healthy choices in the society we live in, we can really find acceptance with others who also believe that their health is top priority, who also believe that they are powerful, who also believe that they can do better and feel better and they are capable of feeling amazing every day when they wake up. To have that group that has that overall acceptance for each other and encouragement for each other and has this in-tune energy with their own bodies, this is so important to have when you are going through your health journey. So we would love to have you join Join our group in the Root Awakening Mastermind. If you are ready to make a lasting change in yourself and your life, reach out to me on Instagram. I am at emilys.rootawakening or you can head to rootawakening.as dot me slash focus call. You can book a focus call with me at that link to see if you are a good fit for the Root Awakening Mastermind. And if so, you will find out what your individual action plan is to move forward. And I will link that URL in the show notes. Also, don't forget about our giveaway. Don't miss your chance to be entered into a drawing to win a free 45-minute private coaching session with me. In order to be entered, you can subscribe to this podcast. You can leave a rating and review on iTunes or Google Podcasts. You can share this podcast with your community. Just take a screenshot of your subscription, take a screenshot of your review, or take a screenshot of the post that you share. DM me that screenshot on Instagram and your name will be entered into the drawing. My Instagram is at emilys.rootawakening and feel free to follow me on Instagram as well. And remember that if you do one of these three things, your name will get entered once into the drawing. And if you do all three of these things, if you subscribe to this podcast, if you leave a rating and a review, and if you share this podcast with your community, your name will be entered three times into the drawing, which means you'll have three times the chance of winning a 45-minute private health coaching session with me. So let's spread this information, folks. Everyone should have access to natural health, so let's make this possible. Again, I am Emily Kosick, health coach and CEO of Root Awakening. Thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful for you and I can't wait to hear from you soon. See you on the next episode.